0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, August 6th. This is the first day, or the first Sunday rather, of August, and we're excited to have Michael DeVellis back with us tonight. Uh, just to remind you guys, if you have a comment or a question, you can give us a call at 914 803 4399. Again, that number is 914 803 4399. Welcome back to the show, Michael.
2: Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to be back.
1: Glad to have you back. Um, We talked a little bit uh, the last time you were here about your book. I kind of wanted to have you back so that we can go into detail um, about the 10 words and um, why each word is important. so if it's okay with you, we're just going to jump right in.
2: Amen. All right, I got 10 word I got I got a lot more than 10 words for you tonight, so you go right ahead.
1: <laughs> well, since you since you mentioned since you mentioned having more than 10 words tonight, I think that was one of my main questions. Why 10 words? Why not Okay, well 15. Well, why not can five? I, can
2: I share a, can I share a funny story for you first cuz I think it it kind of goes to the whole idea of the 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 the, the book title and 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 also, in an ironic way, in a, as, I've, as I've been brought to my attention, the fact that I, who are very verbose and have so much to say in every situation, would write a book that is about only 10 words. So it was pretty funny. Um, a, a dear friend, Michelle Jack, who's a TPG Pro member, um, actually posted um, after having gotten the book and her daughter, who's a, a young girl, Started reading the book and immediately upon uh, starting to read it, she looked up at her mother, Michelle, and with the same sass that my good friend Michelle Jack has said to her, mom, this is way more than 10 words. And I thought that really summed up the idea not only literally, but figuratively, about what the book is. Yeah, it's about 10 words, right? But it's about so much more than that. Right. She actually went on to say it's, actually, it's like a million words. It's not actually quite a million words. It's a lot less than that, but, but it's more than 10. <laughs> and 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 when you talk about why it's 10 words, <laughs> um, part of that comes from the story that is shared within the book itself. And I think that that story itself, which is about my journey and how I got to be uh, at the place I'm at in my career today, it was about my struggle and it was about my mm-hmm. uh, the difficult times that I had. And, and you both have been in the industry for a long time. You know, it's never an easy path. But in the, right. in the direction that I was heading in my world, it became – there became a point where I – started questioning my direction and started Mm -hmm. questioning if this is the right thing for me to do, which I think many people who start their own business have that thought. Many people who who are freelancers in makeup or artistry in any capacity, someone who is a a hairstylist, someone who is a writer, someone who is an actor, someone who is a painter, um, you start to really question, uh, is this the right decision? Am I struggling too hard? Should it be right. easier than this, right? And yes. it's never really easy. You guys have been in this in a long time. Is it ever easy?
1: Never, ever. It's
2: never easy, is it? And I think that no. when, you know, and I think that there's a generation coming up now, and for any any quote-unquote millennials on uh, who are listening in or who listen in at a later point, I think it's important to realize that. You know, yeah, there's a lot of people out there talking millennials, you know, you know smack, right? They're talking about how millennials don't want to wait. They don't want to work hard. I disagree. I think millennials want to work hard, but they, there's a different perspective on things, you know? Um, they just, they, there is a different perspective. There's a different way of thinking. And I think that um, there may be, you know, right or wrong, a little bit less patience in the generation of freelancers and artists who are coming up about Mm -hmm. how they get to the next place, how they start to work toward their uh, full capacity in their industry. And for me, to be honest, um, the 10 words piece came at a point where I was, this is pre-social media, this is pre, you know, no Instagram, no Facebook, MySpace, but we talked about that last time, let's not get into MySpace (laughs) and start dating
1: ourselves. Talk about
2: old folks. We're talking about old folks. AARP in the house, Um,
0: right? right?
1: Yeah, Uh,
2: it's it's not. I'm I'm ripping up all those envelopes when the AARP comes to the house. I'm like, you did not get my address from me. Um, But I do think you know that it's. You know, I stopped. I stopped in my tracks because, to be honest. I just thought it was it was too hard. It was too hard, and I needed to go back to an easier path. So I stopped one day, and you know, jumping forward in the story, I went. You know, I came up with a list, and I came up with a list of ten words that I thought would help me focus. I should say, actually, Mm -hmm. refocus, right? Refocus. Right. I I had been focused for a couple years. And I thought, how do I refocus so that I don't give this up? Because if you're following a passion and you're following your heart and you're doing the thing that, for all intents and purposes, you know this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing, it's really, really a disappointment to give that up. Right. And the, the idea of what, what, is, what is going to not happen in the world? What is going to not happen in my industry? What will my future not become because I give this up? It's a really difficult place to be in. And so I came up with this list, these 10, 10 literally 10 words, simple words, words that we all know, words that we all focus on. Words that are important to us, whether we focus on them regularly or not, whether we make them a priority, is a different story. And so that's what I had to do, Janice. I had to say to myself, what is it that I need to do today, this absolute thing today, to help me get to the next level? To help me stay focused, to help me keep my business afloat, to be really forthright, to make sure that I didn't stop doing this, and so I came up with a list. As a as I I almost want to say it sounds like I'm playing like a psychological game with myself, but I almost want to say as a coping mechanism. Does that if that makes sense?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A way to. Yeah. Allow myself to focus on something else other than how hard it was, and that's where that's really where the words came from. That's really where the struggle that I was going through led is to come up with a list of ten words that would really allow me to to find my
1: path forward. Wow! Um, when I read your book, and the last time you also the last time you were on Beauty Talk, one of the things that out and was so obvious is that you really have a love for the pro artists and um, sharing with the pro artists. How has this book, or, you know, have you you had any feedback from pro artists? How has this book helped the pro artists?
2: Well, I think that it's, you know, the way I describe this book is, you know, I I kind of half say, it's uh, you know it's the it's the smallest book with the longest title in in the world of publishing because <laughs> you know it's, it's six by six it's six by six and ninety six pages but there's actually more than ten words even in the title and it's ten word the official title is ten words for a stronger career more meaningful connections and a remarkably focused life a guide for action and progress by Michael Devels. And any publisher, anybody in publishing would say, well, your book title's too long. But also anyone who, you know, is in magazine publishing would say, well, you can't publish a square magazine because it's too expensive or you have to, you know, use low end promotional cards and you have to do, you know, all these things that you do in magazine publishing and on makeup magazine, our magazine does everything the wrong way, but it's, the reason that it's successful and the people, uh, you know, uh, love it. So when I came up with this idea, the idea was that it was not going to be uh, something that was precious, if that makes sense. It Mm -hmm. was something that was going to be something that I wanted artists to throw in their kit, put in their bag, have in their back pocket, like literally like have it around them, have it on their desk. I wanted it to be a resource that someone could take a step back, when they're dealing with a moment and dealing with some stuff in their career or their life that they needed to rethink a little bit. And there's two parts primarily of the book, three parts really. The first part is, and this gets to your question of, of you know, how does this affect makeup artists, how have they received it? You know, the first part talks about my my journey and taking that leap of faith from a very, very, very lucrative job as an executive with MAC Cosmetics. Um, I created the MAC Pro program with Frank Toskin, who was the founder of MAC. I was in charge of developing the artist relations group for MAC and helping support the pro artist community. And so when you look at that and you think, well, and then I left that amazing gig to start my own thing. Well, that's a tough call, right? But a lot of people leave their thing, don't they? A lot of people leave their full-time day job as a, you know, as a nurse or as a policeman or a policewoman. Uh, they leave their job as a, you know, as a an, an executive an accountant. assistant. <laughs> an accountant, as, an, you know, a scientist, whatever it is. They leave <laughs> that full-time gig to start, in their passion. And Mm -hmm. I think that the first part of this book resonates with, with artists, freelancers, makeup artists, hairstylists, people who started their own salon, um, someone who started their own makeup studio, someone who, um, you know, works in a salon environment, but, you know, used to have a day job working as a, in retail, like anything where you've evolved yourself to a level where you feel like you're starting to push yourself forward, and you are truly, truly, truly starting to feel like this is my thing. But it's mm-hmm. terrifying. That is that first part of this book. I did it, step one. I'm glad I did it, point one, or, or step two. Um, it's hard, point three. It's harder than I thought, point four. Why is it still <laughs> so fucking hard, right? And it's like, and so you still go through this and you're like, wait a minute, so this is not an emotion that is exclusive to me in my journey. I think that this is an emotion that resonates with everyone who is pushing and struggling to do something that they're passionate about. Do you agree? I mean, I feel like it's something that all of us go through.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure.
2: And I think that, you know, so that's, that's step one, right? That's part one of the book. The second part of the book, which we can get into a little bit, you know, after is, The words, who, what are these 10 words? Why are they important? And I think that, um, you know, listen, the last thing I'm going to do in the world, uh, you know, is say, like, why I I created the idea of the fact that relationships are important. Like, (laughs) who would we be kidding? (laughs) Um, Word of mouth is, like, you know, the first thing anyone talks about in any kind of running your own business, right? Word of mouth is to get people to talk about your business for you. So I didn't invent these words. I just put these words in a list that made sense for me and my business at this point in time. And then that's the second part, talking about why these words are important for me and hoping that they resonate with the reader of ten words. Then there's the third part, and the third part really puts it back to the reader, and it says, um, "All right, so what do you do now? Right? You've. I hope at some point in the first you know eighty-eight pages, you've you found." something that made you think, God, this is worth, you know, 12 bucks. I, I hope I enjoyed, you enjoyed something there. But then what do you do with it, right? I mean, what do you do with it? Um, so I, I, at the third part of the book, I say, find a way these 10 words affect you and then come up with words that are important to you. And I think that the, you know, the idea of coming up with your own 10 words would sort of without doing anything else with it would sort of be like saying, you know, oh I want to I want to paint my I want to paint my bedroom uh this beautiful shade of of, you know, rose pink, like a soft pink. I I can't mm-hmm. wait to, to paint my bedroom. And then buying all that beautiful paint in the right color and then buying the the, the tools and then letting them sit in the corner and never doing anything with them. And mm-hmm. I felt that as I was writing the book, if I tell you why this is important to me, if I tell you why my journey, I think, helps other people and theirs, and I tell you about these words that I find a critical point in my business, and my you know, relationships, etc., um, but then I don't tell you what to do with it. It would be the equivalent, really, of that paint analogy, having all the stuff, but not knowing what to do with it. So in the third part of the book, I really challenge the reader to come up with a way that, to make these things work for them and how how are you going to go ahead and make this make sense for you? So I think that, you know, for me, the, 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 the way that this has affected makeup artists, but also has affected so many others who are not in our industry, and we could talk about that as well. I think it's because there is, there's an opportunity. Um, I'm giving people permission, in a sense, if to sound melodramatic. Um, I'm giving people permission <laughs> to not have the answers, and I think we all think we're supposed to. Uh, I'm giving people permission to say, all right, well, I'm going to start with these things. I'm going to take some stuff from Michael, but I'm allowed to come up with some focus points for myself. I feel like I've got to make everybody happy. I feel like I've, every client has to be my client, and <clears throat> that's not the case. I think that we have to find what's going to make us the most fulfilled, what's going to make our business the most successful, and then go from there. So, again, I, as, as you both know very clearly, all of my answers are long answers, but that would be, you know, for me, um, <laughs> you know, the most important piece is the three-part answer, really. It's the, it's the why, did I, you know, why is this important to you as an artist? Um, what are the specific things that I think are important for an artist? And then what do you do? help your business.
1: You know, when after reading this book, I could really see, and I'm just speaking because I know it, it could apply to more than just artists, but as far as the artist is concerned, I really feel like it could help artists who are at different levels or different stages um, of their career. For those who may be um, contemplating leaving their day job and wanting to start a career in makeup artistry or as a hairstylist or what have you and um maybe afraid to to take that leap or um just trying to you know understand it all and make it all work and then there's the artists who make need to kind of revamp their careers and and those who have gotten stuck um and then there's the ones who have been out there for a long time and they're trying to, to adjust to all of the new stuff that's going on in the business and industry, social media, and all kinds of things that, you know, they may have not have been exposed to before and just trying to stay in it. Um, it definitely makes you take a step back and evaluate where you are um, in your career um it, it helps you i 'm gonna speak for myself it It was something to where I, I decided you know I need to um take a look at where I am and possibly refocus um but you know but evaluate what's going on in my personal life as well as career that's what the book has done for me mm.
2: Mm. you know well i'm thrilled to hear that first of all, so thank you for for sharing it um I think that it's one of the biggest compliments that anyone can pay me about this book is that it made them take a step back and made them stop for an hour. It's a short book. It probably would take you 45 minutes to read the thing. It's a very short book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, and I think that for me, it's, it was written in a good way that was easy to read and I hope you found it that way and I hope your, you know, your listeners who may have picked up the book already have found it that but I do think that, as you look at this and say, you know, different levels are going to be affected by it, it made you take a step back. You're reevaluating. These are the things that that I hoped for for this, and I think that even if, and this is a, this is actually something that I've been saying since I started. Many people said, you know why a book at this point? People, you know, it's, you can do an ebook or you can do a digital thing. And I was like, Nope, it's going to be a piece of paper. It's going to be paper. It's going to be something you hold in your hand. He said, but why? And I said, because it's part of the process for me and for the reader to have something physical to break them away from what distracts them all day long.
1: Because Mm how can
2: we, how can you, how can we move forward if we're using the same tool to grow our business as we're using to message our friend about dinner, as we're using to check our Instagram, as we're using. If if everything we do is built around, you know, a a a four-and-a-half by two-and-a-half-inch screen on our phone, like what? Okay, or maybe for the, you know, the 7 Plus, it's a little bigger than that. But if, (laughs) if everything we do is built around this format, how can we possibly break away from it? How can we do anything different? How can we get not stuck anymore? And for me, that's why it's in print, and that's why it's a book. So I feel that, you know, the idea of, number one, having it be in a format that's different than the thing that you normally would read or look through or, or digest information from, which is your phone, computer, or tablet. But also, if I get lucky enough and you allow yourself the time to take this book and read it from start to finish in one shot, I have accomplished half of my goal because Mm -hmm. I have allowed you to give yourself an hour of time that was for you, not about an interesting book that you've heard was cool, not about, you know, uh, the new Harry Potter thing or the new (laughs) Star Wars robe, You know, not about a new James Patterson murder thing. I love those books. Oh,
1: sorry, me too.
2: Oh, I love James Patterson. I've got one here up to date this weekend. I'm going to read this book this week. But for me, I love that. But that's not allowing me, that's not using my my downtime to focus on me and my needs. I hope this book entertains. I hope this book allows people to find um, something that they relate to in it. But I also hope that it allows them to find time to read it and take for us to stop and everything we're doing and read a paper book allows us to give ourselves that time that we need in order to move forward whether it's in a personal development way or a professional development way so I hope that that's um, oh, that's that, that's a uh, it's not too rambly but I do think that it's important to think about the layers that come into play here because it's not simply saying you know it's a good book because it gives you some tips or 10 words, et cetera. I hope that it's a great book because of that, but also because it forces you as the reader to to take some time for you that has nothing to do with anything else except for taking some time for you and your development. Because you know what's going to happen when you have this book open to page 67 You're not going to get any Facebook notifications or Instagram notifications on the page, (laughs) 67. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have a, you know, a news thing come up or a, you know, Michael DeVellis has posted, you know, a a message. You're not going to get a text come through. You're not going to get a phone call come through. It's It's a book made of paper. It takes you out of your normal perspective and your normal way of your normal MO and allows you to truly take time for yourself. So I know it sounds like I'm being so, like, big-minded about this, but it's truly one of the main reasons that I I put it in print instead of doing it as a digital book. I think that makes a big difference.
1: You know what? I'm glad you said all of that because as I came to a close on this book, I started looking at the bookshelf from where I was sitting. Reading this book made me want to find – on my shelf, other books that were career related. Um, mm. It made me want to start a new book, something that was kind of kind of helped me um, develop a little more in the things that I want to do. Actually, that's what this book did for me, and I really focused on. Because I can tell, you know, you mentioned it a couple times. I think you even mentioned it the last time we talked. You're talking about. Um, You know, not being on social media and actually, you know, picking up a book, and it Mm -hmm. made me think back. You know, years ago, I used to, I would read over a hundred books in a year, on various things, various types of books. And I know that now, I don't do that. I don't do that at all because, of course, the time. You know, with with work, I don't have a lot of free time. But I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't require a whole lot of free time, Um, less social media, maybe. Um,
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? (laughs) So that This book also did that to me. It made me want to pick up more books.
2: You know, it's a little funny if you think about it because if if you – I don't know if you noticed, but at the end of the book where they did – you know, we wrote the About the Author piece and My Author's Photo – um, a photo that was taken by my dear friend Katie Ambrose, who's an incredible makeup artist uh, and has an amazing business up in Buffalo, New York, called Groom Service. Um, but she's also a brilliant photographer, and she's done a few projects with us, and she'll actually be with us at the Artist Summit this year, uh, shooting that for us uh, up in Provincetown in October, so we're excited about that too. Uh, but she, she shot a, a number of things for me at a, an event we did in last, last fall, and I uh, had shots and portrait type stuff, and there was a great photo that she had taken while I was um, sort of in between shots, and it was me on my phone checking messages and doing work in between <laughs> and and the the irony there, right the irony
1: mm-hmm.
2: of the fact that this book was coming together and all these things and so I thought what better what better photo to use um, than this photo that is exactly the, the most ironic photo that I could possibly use is me with a black background and a black shirt. You know, it's like almost like a ghosty image of me because all you see is my face and my hands <laughs> and, and me mm-hmm. and my hands have a phone in them and I'm staring down at the phone and, you know, in the book, you know, at the end of it to bring it all together after this and hope it makes sense. It says, you know, Michael lives in New York with his, I'm paraphrasing with like Michael lives in New York with his husband and, you know, enjoys a gin martini and weekends at the lake and, and then, you know, and putting down, you know, his phone to read a proper book. And so it's opposite that picture, but it's hopefully if you get right. to the point where you actually read that part, it's saying, yeah put down my phone and read a proper Mm -hmm. book or read a magazine or have a conversation with someone, you know, because the first, the first word in this book is about relationships, right? I mean, relationships, it is, it is unfortunate and fortunate that, that social media has a lot of relationship and I put relationships in quotes in this capacity. It's, fortunate and unfortunate that the that the way relationships are developed has shifted and changed so dramatically because of social media and just the past five to seven years. It gives us more opportunity, but at the same time it takes away a depth that we no longer will receive in our relationships mm-hmm. if we rely only on electronic communication. So, you know, you know, with your permission jumping into the words um, relationships is the most, you know, it's the first one that I came up with And sitting down that day to come up with this list of words because I thought, well, what do I want my business to be about? Right. I mean, what do I mm-hmm. want the powder group to be about? That was the struggle I was having at the time I was lost. I knew what I wanted to do with this business People liked it, but not enough people liked it who could spend the money on being a part of it that made it make sense and made business for me. So I had to find ways to refocus. And I said, come up with a list of words that allows you to create a um, sort of a, a like a, I want to say a best of, right? It's the best of the powder group. It's the things that are most important about the powder group. And, you know, when I'm talking to new clients, whether they're artists or whether they're brands, and I talk about the powder group, and we talk about ourselves in a number of capacities, depending on who the client is, but it's always about the relationship development piece. And we at the powder group develop relationships. We are connectors. We connect makeup artists to other makeup artists. We connect brands to makeup artists and makeup artists to brands. In many capacities, we connect brands to other brands, whether it's a retailer to a product line or a product line to another product line. So we are connectors, and we are relationship nurturers, creators, developers, uh, celebrators, and and that's important for us. So the first word being relationships is, you know, and I hate to say anything is important word because out of 10 words you know you start choosing one that's the favorite and then it's like all the other kids are jealous right you know you have one favorite (laughs) child or grandchild um and so all of them are amazing but without relationships you have nothing um and i think that one of the points i try to bring home in the book about relationships is that i think that um and maybe this is especially true today i'm not blaming it on millennials I'm not blaming it on social media. Um, I'm blaming it on a whole bunch of factors. But I do think that especially today, we are a little lazy about nurturing our relationships. And I think we expect people to come to us and we expect them to make do the work and make the first yeah. move. And and you you know, you've been in the industry for a long time and I think that you could probably agree that you know, you work really hard to maintain your relationships. You're not waiting for someone else to, you're, you know, you might be, you know, a 798 member or a 706 member or with the, an agency, but you, mm-hmm. you've got to do the work. You've got to nurture those relationships. You've got to make them work. And I think if you absolutely. don't do that in, in a way that's positive, it just it, a fall falls apart, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. agree. But how do you? Why do you think not to go on and on about it? But why do you think people get lazy? Do you think social media has played a part in that? Do you, I mean why aren't people nurturing their relationships? Well, I mean let's 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 look at it.
2: I'm, I'm, I always say I'm not very smart. I, you know, I might have even said this last time because I talk about it all the time. I'm not smart. I don't know how electricity works. <laughs> I don't know how this phone I'm on right now sends a signal into the universe and you catch it somewhere and we send it off to other people. It doesn't make sense to me. It shouldn't happen. Um, But I'm pretty logical, right? Logic would dictate that as as the theoretical, important word here, okay, the theoretical relationship, so relationship in theory becomes easier to start and to, in our eyes, develop because of social media, because of the Internet. The work seems like it should be, key phrase, should be, unnecessary because it should be easier because of all these tools that are at our access, right? We have the tools in front of us. We should be able to just kick a few keys forward on our, on our, on our um, computer a keyboard or on our phone and our relationships just fall into place well sure but one of the things that i explain to folks is this and you know and you guys know this i teach at a number of great academies for makeup artists and i do some business programs for other outside uh, businesses as well one of the things i talk about is you know you you you're not starting you know from social media social media becomes a way of you know sort of solidifying, um, pushing forward relationships to a point where you actually have a true uh, relationship becomes the factor of what do we know about each other? Because you can know a lot about me or I can know a lot about you, but if we don't know a lot about each other, we don't have a relationship. Does that make sense or is it a little confusing? Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
2: You know, know, I mean, like, you know... if 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 you said to me, Well, you know, my 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 husband this or this and I was like, Wait, you're married? I would right. say we don't have a very good relationship. <laughs> I would say right. we have no I would say we know each other and that's cute, but we don't have a relationship. <laughs> and I think because we know so many people now, right? because of Mm -hmm. things like the Makeup Show, because of the Artist Summit, because of the Powder Group's TPG Pro program, because of Body of Artists from Danny Fonseca, because of the Makeup Forever Academy program where they have hundreds of of students from all over the world connect through their academy uh, network, because of Beauty Talk, because of so many things out in our industry that truly allow us to have visibility to other artists and for artists and business to have visibility to us I think that the laziness is accidental. I do not think that people feel they're being lazy. I feel like they think they're doing something wrong because the, thing, the tools they're using aren't resulting in the strength of relationships that they thought they should. But they just haven't listened you know, to our talk tonight yet. And hopefully this will change that for them. Because if you do not make the effort to learn about others, to know about other people's businesses, to know about the types of work they do, to celebrate that in a way that allows them to feel like you're supporting them or you're supportive of them, why on earth are they going to need you in their life? What what do you bring to the table in a relationship with someone? They can't get elsewhere. And if you right. can't have something, why I, – I mean – I got plenty of friends. I don't need more friends. I don't need more makeup artists, but I want the right ones. I want the right new friends. I want the right new makeup artists. And I think that uh, people who are, and we keep using the word lazy, and I, I don't want any of your listeners to, to feel that that's a negative word. I use it you know somewhat rhetorically, but it's it's a shame that it's so much easier as long as it's authentic so much easier for people to create strong relationships and I think they give it credit for because they they think any extra effort outside of what they're already doing might be more than it's supposed to be um, I mean what do, you, what do you think I mean do you, what, are the, what are the key factors in, in how re- your, your way of developing relationships have changed have you found a change in how people engage
1: Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I mean, as we all know, people don't, um, nobody calls anyone else anymore. No one, um, I mean, everything, it's not even to the point of people texting you nowadays. People will send you messages through your DMs on social media. Oh, so it's, not, me it's not even, to, yeah, it's not even to your your cell phone. It's not, You yeah. know, it's like, I'm not a big Facebook person. So if you leave me a message on Facebook, I'll never see it. I'll probably see it weeks later. You know, there was someone who wanted me to contribute to, uh, to their book. And then when I, when I saw the message on Facebook, I mean, the book was going to print. So it's like, you know, (laughs) there goes that opportunity. So it's like, you know, pick up the phone. That's why we exchange phone numbers. You know, that's why we call ourselves friends, I guess, you know what I mean? Because, we can pick up the phone. We can talk to one another. We don't have to text all the time. At least, I no. mean, I like, I like everything to be a little old school. You know what I mean? I I like to pick up the phone. I like to have a book in my hand. Um. I just, I just, I like to write things down. I don't want everything to be on the cell phone. I, I, I get tired of looking at the cell phone.
2: Well, I agree, and I think that we also, you know, listen, and and and, <laughs> I, I use a. I use that phrase, the kids, so that I sound like mm-hmm. I'm 90. The kids out there today, <laughs> as, I, as, I, as I take my cane and I cross across the room, the kids out there today, you know, they want it all for free. They don't want to have to work for it. No, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. agree with that. What I think is that their perspective is that there's a different way to get to it. But at the end of the day, here's what I want the message to be. There's no better way. There's no more efficient way. There's no more effective way to create a relationship or to, to garner other people's respect for who you are in a business, which is another of the 10 words is respect.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. There's
2: no other way to do it than in person. You cannot tell me that you're going to have the same depth of relationship with someone you have never met who you have an internet relationship with that you do in person. It is, it is lying to yourself. And I understand tool that we use to be able to be out there and to truly uh, get more access and more visibility, but your job as a business owner or as someone who wants to create a deeper relationship with other people, whether it's personal or professional, your job is to do everything you need to do to get to the next level. And I think that you um, you know, you know, creating strong experiences for people, which is, uh, again, I'm now I'm on three words without even trying, right? creating <laughs> strong experiences for people that's another mm-hmm. word one of the words like for me yeah, I want when important. I wrote down isn't that important when yeah. you know when when you look at you know when you look at how it feels when someone um engages with you personally whether it's in a grocery store and it's the cashier or whether it's on a set and it's the producer or whether it's on a you know, on a bridal job and it's the bride or the mother of the bride or the bridesmaid or the groom. The way you make people feel, and we all know that quote from Maya Angelou, right? People will mm-hmm. forget the words you said, people will forget what's the things you said, people forget the things you've done, but they will never forget the way you've made them feel. And that is so true. And so the experience that you create for others is critical. You can make me feel welcome and invited and Special and like I should be here, or you can make me feel like you're better than me, and then I don't feel comfortable and I don't want to be a part of it. And one of my biggest goals, and my team at the Powder Group is brilliant at this, is ensuring everyone knows that we truly, and this is not a thing we're trying to put on as a facade, it is who we are and how we feel as a business at the Powder Group. Every event we do, the Artist Summit, Evolution, Makeup 101, Creative Exploration, Every event we do, you feel just as important as a person on stage talking to you. You feel just as important as the person sitting next to you, whether you've got a year in the industry or 10. You feel just as important as myself or James Vincent or my team. And that's critical to me because that is what we want to be able to provide for people. We want everyone to feel welcome in an industry that is incredibly difficult. So that experience that you create Oh, that's going to change everything, and I think that the relationships and pain, being respectful to others, makes a big, big difference.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And just when you were when you were talking about uh, respect very briefly, and then you went into experience. I, I often think about. Sometimes I'll get a lot of um, messages in my DM on Instagram, and you know how on Instagram now you can DM someone, and they um, they can. Um, allow the DM or like decline it or whatever. So now I have people who will hit me up in the DM. And so I'm just curious as to what they're going to say. So I may accept, you know, you can see part of the message. I may accept it. And people will, um, they won't introduce themselves. They're barely saying hello, but they'll ask you for something like, oh, I know that, I, you know, I found out that you were working on this job. If you, you know, need an additional makeup person or, or just something, whatever the case may be, may be, they're asking you for something, but yet they won't um, they don't introduce themselves. They don't tell you, you know, they don't, they don't say anything to you about how they know you. They won't talk about their experience. And the, and the big thing that gets me, they don't even follow you.
2: Oh, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? I have, I
1: have. It's the have, craziest thing. I
2: have so much frustration. Um, I share. I, I'm with you on that. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm shedding a tear for us both and for everyone out there who's dealing with that because it's such a, it's such a crazy thing to deal with. Don't you want to shake them? You want to shake that yeah, person and say, "You do." You know, excuse my language, but are you fucking insane? Insane. Like, what are you yep. doing? You made the yep. effort to reach out to me, but you don't even. You haven't said, like, I love your work on fill in the blank. Like, bullshit me if you need to bullshit me, but exactly. do some research and figure out what I do. Tell me why I'm amazing and why you, I should work with you because, like, you know, it's literally, it doesn't make any sense. It, it's very funny, and this isn't meant to, you know, Make fun of anyone in particular, and I wouldn't. You know, I, I couldn't even tell you a person's name because these people generally don't ever remain in my world. I can't tell you how many times at the end of a, a session at a uh, you know a keynote talk or something like that, someone will come up and say something like, "Michael, that was, you know, it was so nice to you know hear you speak." And I've this is my first time, and you know, um, you know having a chance to hear you in person, but I follow you on social media, and I always find you very inspirational. And I would love to have the opportunity to, you know, be a part of your agency. If you're ever looking for more artists to represent, at your agency. I would love to be a part of that. And I just look at them and I say, I, I'm Michael DeVellis. I, I don't know what, Michael, you think you're talking to, but I don't own an agency.
1: <laughs> I was just about to say, you don't have an agency.
0: I don't
2: I don't have an agency. So you took you, what you thought was a great experience you're going to create for me and tell me how amazing I am. But then you're <laughs> going to tell me in the same breath, you're amazing, but I don't know anything actually about you because I'm yeah. just making it up as I'm going on. I think people really have to have to focus on that. I think it's a big deal. I think doing your research and ensuring that you're creating a good experience, and that's for you, that's for me, that's for the person that you know, you're working for, there's a lot of people right. to it.
1: right. Word number 11, professionalism.
2: Ha, 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 Oh, she start, she's starting 10 words part two.
1: That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's starting 10 words part two. Listen, right? It's funny. How many more words could you come up with from this list, right? You think it's like, oh, integrity. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I always say with integrity, I'll, I'll, I'll hit a couple real quick. I always say with integrity, again, because it's about professionalism. You know, you know, you know, there's four, this is my favorite thing to say. I said it, I was very fortunate. I was asked to come and speak at the, um, at the, the Kevin Aquan, uh, beauty, uh, train the trainer and sales conference, um, a couple of weeks ago. And I was asked to invited to come and do my 10 word session there. And, you know, I'm standing in front of a group of corporate folks and they're awesome and they're amazing. And I'm so honored to be there. And then I, I, I said this because I have to say this every time I talk about integrity. And I said, um, so here's the thing. Uh, it, integrity is really hard to understand how to define sometimes. You can see when it's not there. We know when it's not there.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: the best way I can possibly describe integrity is you only have to remember four words. You just have to remember four words in order to remember, you know, what integrity means truly. And I looked at the per- the woman, you know, Hillary, who's a, the CEO there, and I said, and I apologize for my language, but it's very important to know that the, the most important four words about having integrity are don't be a dick. <laughs> Just don't be a dick. And, 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 and I, and she smiled and laughed and nodded and she goes, thumbs up. Okay, I get it. And everyone agreed. Don't be a dick. And, you know, if you're, you know, this goes for professionalism. We're number 11. This goes for mm-hmm. integrity. This goes for, you know, so many of the words that we talk about, um, you know, relationships, community. And I think that people forget busy, crowded industry, that it's very easy to think of yourself. I'm not even going to say first. I'm going to say think of yourself only because I think if you lack integrity and you lack professionalism you're certainly not thinking of anybody but yourself and you know i would say i could make a lot more money and have a much more um you know lucrative uh financially lucrative business if i lacked integrity and professionalism and i was a shady you know mf like a lot of people are um but for me um you know, people who ask the question of the ten words, and you know, we talked about it before a little bit. Of the ten words, what's the most important? You know, when it boils down to it, you know, you can have consistency in your, you know, branding and your way of behaving. You can have repetition in how you do your work, etc. All these other great words as a part of ten words. You know, you can be generous with your time and your energy. You can develop your business forward and always show you know progress like is you know word number nine i think it is but if you don't have integrity if you don't have integrity i mean what is all of that worth does that make sense like i just don't understand it because you know you're you're being a hypocrite you're contradicting yourself you're there's so many things to say about it but it really just doesn't make sense more than anything to me if if you don't have integrity I just don't know how you can truly be authentically generous, how you can truly um, create a respectful relationship with others. I don't right. know how you can have strong relationships or create a strong experience for others. So integrity for me is probably one of the most critical words in this. Um, aside from professionalism, which is going to be word number 11, I'll add that to the <laughs> list and I'll call it the Tonnells word. Um, but, do you know what I mean? But it's really, it's important. It's important.
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about consistency. And, oh, yeah. And why that's one of your words.
2: Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, if you read the book, when you guys have read the book, you know, the story goes that I was sat down at Central Park and came up with this list of words that were critical to my business and that I thought would help me refocus and, and move my business forward. And, um, you know, one of the things I've been teaching for 14 years as the part of, as a part of the powder groups core curriculum is that, uh, or pro, core programs, I should say, uh, is a, a marketing program called marketing your career now. And, you know, when I teach about marketing consistency and repetition are two of the most important words that we talk about, because in order to be a strong marketer, uh, which is convincing people to, you know, use your services. You've got to be consistent in the way you communicate. You've got to be repetitious. You've got to say it over and over and over and over and over again. And that's, you know, that's why we get sick of seeing the same, you know, commercial on TV. We get sick of the same billboard. We get sick of the same radio ad. We want to listen to XM Radio, uh, Sirius, and listen to CNN. We get the same, you know, ZPA or, you know, the, you know, one of these other things where you're like, oh, my God, if I hear this commercial one more time, um, but the repetition breeds, you know, recognition, right? Repetition breeds recognition. We re- we recall it, um, we acknowledge it, we admire it, if we remember it, and so um, the consistency piece comes from that, because you can you can be repetitious with something, but if it's not consistent, you can be repetitious about. You know, come to the powder group programs. But if every time you hear about it, you hear a different reason why to come or an, and see a different visual, it's not going to make an impact. So consistency was about not only ensuring that you are being consistent from the standpoint of your branding, your marketing, the way that you're um, using social media, but also, very importantly, um, from an artist 's standpoint, and a business acumen standpoint, and the way you communicate with people standpoint, you know, you you ever meet somebody in person that you knew from online, social media, or before social media from you know uh, groups on AOL or whatever it was,
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. you,
2: and you thought to yourself, this isn't the same person that I met online. This isn't the same person I met on social media. They're so different, right? And you're saying they're right, not right. consistent. And, and and then does that does that lack of consistency make you want to you know move closer to them and have a deeper relationship with them?
1: Nope. Nope. Not at all.
2: Nope. No. Because you start to think, well, guess if I'm only going to work with you through social media, you'll be one way. But then as soon as I meet you, you're a different way. And I get it. People are shy in person. They're less shy online, et cetera. But you have to it's critical you have to understand that there's no way there's no way to build a strong business model or a strong business brand without actually being consistent. And the repetition piece, as I said, comes in over and over again, over and over again. So that way you're creating consistency plus repetition and then people feel comfortable, they know what to expect, etc.
1: Now, how often do you how often do you do the marketing your career now?
2: Say again. I'm so sorry. I cut out a little bit.
1: How how often do you offer marketing your career now? Oh,
2: you know what? We actually are going to be offering that one. Um, thank you for the question. We're going to be offering <laughs> that one online uh, as a webinar um, this fall. We we don't do a lot online. You guys know that. Um, part of the powder group. Um, what we do and why we do it is to create community and relationships, community being the last of the 10 words. And for me, it, you know, we've already said it, you know, you you can only do so much looking at your phone or looking at your computer. And so for me, we've been really uh, you know hesitant to do stuff uh, online, but we're going to do that this year. So uh, your, you know, your listeners can uh, check out the dot to find out, you know, what's going to happen with that or join our email list. Um, which you can also join on that website. Uh, You can also follow us on uh, our social media at the Patter Group or on Facebook, a few different Facebook groups, including So You Want to Be a Makeup Artist and the Patter Group Events. Those will all tell you, you know, when we're launching that program and when the next one will come up. The the Marketing Your Career Now program, other than that introduction online, I actually only now teach – As a live event, as a part of, as a full, it's folded into our business evolution program because um, it's such an important thing to know not only the tools and the way of working, but also be able to flesh it through a little bit more as a group. Um, I also teach it as a part of my full day business development program when I teach at academies like Makeup for Academy or Cosmics or uh, Bellis Academy or Makeup First. So, you know, there's different times. There's nothing on the calendar right now for it simply to make up uh, the Marketing Your Career, sorry, Marketing Your Career Now program, but we are going to be having that come to a a webinar format in the next few months.
1: Very good, very good. Um, Looks like we have a caller. Let's see here. Hello. Hello. Okay, maybe maybe they don't She's to like talk.
2: I'll. T- she's like I'll take the Peking duck and the um,
1: white rice, <laughs> the <boneless laughs> I think I think that was I think that was Viola Nicholson. Um, oh my
2: love of my life, Viola! You hung up on me, woman.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love Viola. I love Viola.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I know it's getting getting Kind of late so I don't want to Hold you too long but I know You know we talked I mean we didn't talk about rather Long shots Generosity development and Community is there a way that you can mm-hmm. Kind of sum those up A little
2: yeah, yeah absolutely well First off you know I'll, I'll work backwards For you community um, You know is just, the, uh, is just the Most critical piece of Of, of our industry today, because it's so, oh, I, I hate to use, I don't, okay, it's a lie. I don't hate to use cuss words at all, but I, I, I hate to use them <laughs> on your show because you guys are respectful ladies and I'm not a respectful lady, but I'm just going to say it this way. There's a lot of bullshit out there. There's a lot of bullshit out there and I think that people are blindsided and they're, they are, they're confused sometimes and they're, they're tricked Often into believing in things that they should not believe in. And community can be positive, but community can also be something that you uh, use as a crutch. The powder groups community is never a crutch it is a tool or TPG pro membership, our folks that come to the artist summit in October. This is a community that wants to support each other and wants you to support them and feel supported. It is just filled with love and joy and white, beautiful light and, and filled with just sparkly energy and calm and, and positivity and all the wonderful things. And for, for all those times, that you were thinking to yourself god am i the only person that's going through this right now know that you're not your community is the is a group of people who can help you celebrate the successes and the group of people who will help you get through those challenges and if you choose the wrong community the one that's that's filled with backstabbing and negativity the one that has you can never become your full capacity level of success because it is impossible if you're not going about it with integrity and through positivity. So community, find your community. I think in the book, I say something like, you know, you know, create a community of your own or join a movement already in progress. We hope that your listeners will join, you know, the TPG pro membership and be a part of that community. It's a, it's an incredibly strong world, um, that's supportive and and in a mutual way and authentic way. Um, you know, going back to development, keep growing, keep showing other people that you're growing. If you're not showing other people that you're growing and if you are not totally and completely um, committed to that idea of development, well, you know, no one wants to work with an artist, a business, a client who is on the downward spiral. We all want to work with people going upright and and I think it's hard because when you're struggling, it's hard to find newness and, and a way to think about newness. Uh, it's one of the things we talk about in Business Evolution, the program I talked about. It's it's definitely something that people think about. Um, but well, I have nothing else to say. And I say, of course you've got something to say. You're an expert in this industry. You love makeup. Talk about a new product. Talk about a, a makeup design you created. Show a face chart. You've got social media Sheridan. in, send it out to clients, whatever you want to do, like create a new relationship. Constantly growing, progressing, and developing is a critical piece of this industry and a critical piece of ensuring that you stay um, motivated and self-inspired throughout it. Going back to development, uh, sorry, going back to generosity. Uh, the one thing I try to emphasize with the word generosity is that it has absolutely nothing to do with money. And I think that a lot of people uh, think, I don't have a lot of money, so I can't possibly be generous. And I think that is a, a terribly um, it's a misguided, but also a, a bit of a sad way to think about uh, generosity. For me, generosity is only and ever, always about giving of yourself, whatever capacity that is that you can, you can manage, whether it is financial, whether it's your time, whether it's making a connection between two people that can help them both. That's all generosity. You know, you know. I had an artist speak at the art, at the makeup show one year. He's a very famous artist. He's a great book, very well received. Has speaks at lots of stuff. And you know, during his keynote, somebody asked a question, and his response was, "Well, honey, if I told you that, you'd go stealing my jobs. I can't give you all my secrets."
0: <laughs> and
2: I just. I just kind of stared into the air for a minute and I thought, well, this is the last time I use him. Um, That's the opposite of generous. That's the opposite. And, and and I'm so grateful that, you know, with James Vincent looking after the makeup shows, education and Shelly Tagar, who owns the show now after I sold it. um, They are so on top of making sure that the people who participate in that, you know, in the makeup show as educators can truly Bring something to the table that is generous and filled with you know the spirit of the industry, so give of yourself smile at someone when they're working hard, tell someone they're doing a good job um, you know the, uh, congratulate someone on 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 a on a, on a on a new client they got if they're excited about it do something that feels generous and makes people feel good about the fact that they're doing what they're doing and working so hard um, and and I, and I work backwards to longshot because i I think longshot's a great a great place to kind of end on um, because I think that it's important to think about the fact that very little of, of what's happening in your world today would have happened without some long shot or another, you know, um, you know, did anybody say, you know, 10 years ago that, you, you know, Hey, doing a, a, a weekly talk show called beauty talks and be a really great idea. You guys should do it. No, you took a risk. You pushed yourselves to do this. And, you know, I left Mac Cosmetics as an executive there to start the powder group. I I had no idea if people would continue to read magazines or find on makeup magazine. Interesting. But I took a big risk. You know, a long shot, by definition, is something that is impossible to disappoint. You know, you cannot be disappointed if you take a long shot because by nature of the fact that it's a long shot, you don't expect it to come to fruition, right? You know, if you if right. you're a long shot is something that you know bears great reward but is unlikely to occur. So if you think you know, well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this. I'm gonna ask this photographer to shoot a test with me, and then, uh, or I'm gonna ask for a raise, or I'm gonna ask for a promotion, or I'm gonna ask that guy out on a date. If you expect the answer to be no. And the answer is no. You're not going to be disappointed. You're going to kind of be like, well, I didn't think that was going to happen, so I was right. Right? Right. But if he he said yes to the date or she said yes to the date or if they said yes to the raise or the promotion or, you know, if you ask some random person you're meeting with in a business – would you like to partner with me on the makeup show to create this business with me, which is exactly what happened with Shelly Tagar at the makeup show. Now she um, was the vice president at Mitch Ballton Pavilion where we held the first show. And I was in a meeting with her and I said, I think, you know, this could be a good partnership. Would you be interested? And she said, let's talk about it. Sure. I mean, that is a long shot by definition. We had known each other 30 minutes and I asked her to invest You know, thousands of dollars and a huge amount of time and something that I had planned. And she said, yes. And I can tell you today, right now, with complete certainty, that if I had not taken that long shot on that day and asked Shelly Tagar if she wanted to partner with the powder group on the makeup show, that we would not be on the phone today. Um, Mm -hmm. Ten words would not have been written on makeup magazine would not have happened at the time it happened. Um, Our industry would be an incredibly different place. And I'm not saying that in a a, so pat me on the back kind of way. I'm saying it in a very humble way in that Mm -hmm. it's incredible the power that you wield without realizing it. Um, And imagine the things, take this seriously imagine the things that would not happen if you did not take that long shot imagine the relationships that would not develop imagine the people who would not get a job they got imagine the the product line that wouldn't get into the hands of another artist that you connected them to because you didn't take a long shot there's no there's no downside to long shots
0: only right. downside
2: to long shots is if you don't take them and the, the opportunity of what might have been never ever can become. So that for me is really really critical. Long shot is um, it's a homework piece, right? It's like get out there tomorrow and take a long shot. You want it says, and you know. I, last time I said this, the last program I was at, and I had one person email me afterward and say, I want you know, great long shot. I want to teach for, you know, the Artist Summit in 2019. I'm not ready this year, but I'm coming. I'm going to teach on the stage there. It's said, good for me to know. Let's talk when you're with us in 2017. Another person emailed me and said something very similar, saying they want to teach for the powder group and, you know, help us do programs. And I said, I would never have known that if you didn't mention it. Let's talk and see what happens. Who knows if either of those situations will happen, but I can tell you for sure, if they didn't take the long shot, they definitely wouldn't happen because I would never know that those people were interested in those things, right? So it's right. a pretty critical piece, it's a pretty important thing.
1: Absolutely, that was some good stuff. Uh, you know, and I guess you don't realize, like, listening to your example. People don't realize, like you said, that one long shot. You sitting down with Shelley, and then you just mentioned the things that wouldn't have happened had you not sat down with her. But mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to see how powerful taking those long shots are. I mean, so many great things have happened because of that one meeting. And like you said, mm-hmm. the industry wouldn't have been like it is today had those things never happened. So it's just you know something that you may. Think it's small, and um thinking, you know, like you say you know, if it's no, then that's what you kind of expected. But if it's a yes, it, it, it means a lot, and it it has an effect on a lot of things and a, a lot of situations.
2: It sure does, and I and I and I implore people: listen, don't. T- I always say this, you know, I I I I don't remember if it made the cut of the book or I edited it out, but I kind I of again, it's embarrassing to say that, but you know. I, I, I was talking to somebody I said, um, this does not mean, you know, a long shot is going into a bank and saying, I'd like to borrow a million dollars cause I want to have a million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's not a long shot. That's just stupid. Um, <laughs> a long shot is saying my credit sucks. I've got a, I've have struggled for 10 years, but I've got a great business idea and I want to open a studio and here's why. And here's how I can make the money. And here I've done my research. And here I've got what, how I'm going to pay for it. And, and then going to a bank and saying, I need $150,000. Like maybe that's a long shot. Um, But going in for no reason and saying, oh, I want to do this. Or, you know, I I just graduated from, you know, cosmetology school, and I've really never done a makeup job But messaging Pat McGrath on Instagram and saying, I want to be your assistant. Okay, that's a long shot, but it's not really a realistic long shot on any level. Sure, take it, sure. But why not start with something more realistic by you know, emailing an artist that you see there who's more accessible and saying, I'd like to assist you, I'm just starting out. Um, you know, you've gotta you've gotta you we can take the biggest long shots in the world, right? And know mm-hmm. it's okay because we don't expect them to happen, but wouldn't it be a little smarter of us to take long shots that make a little more sense because of the fact that we have more accessibility or the likelihood of that coming to fruition might be a little more realistic? I mean it's just it's just hey. again not smart, just logical.
1: That's right. Absolutely. <clears throat> so you have ten words, you may even have an eleven one. But
2: well professionalism go? I've got it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, now that you've gone we've gone through the we've read the book, we've gone through the book, you know, now that you've written the book and have shared the book, where do we go from here? after we've, we've figured out what these 10 words are and, and we know why they're important, where do we go from here?
2: Well, I think, that, you know, I always joke with people, these are mine. You can't have them. These are my words. But they, you know, they certainly resonate with everybody, I think. And I, I've been so so honored that so many people have said this book has made them think differently or thought about, you know, their their personal or professional development in a in new light. But, But you deserve to have your own 10, right? I mean, come up with a set of words. Like, come up with your own words. Um, Professionalism, maybe it's on the top of that list. Like, professionalism Mm -hmm. is great. Professionalism is important. Maybe it's my 11th. Maybe it's your first. Um, Right. Figure out how these, you know, these 10 words that I have, you know, provided – Figure out how can they affect your business and your, your life or your career or your relationships or your marriage or your relationship with your kid or whatever or your family. Um, figure out how those can affect you. And then wouldn't be a bad idea to start your own list of some new words and understand that those are your other words. And then tell people that those are your words the way I did for 10 years. You know, this book was published on the 10th anniversary of my program called 10 words for a stronger career. So this is, you know, I would say 10 years, 10 words. And I joke 10 bucks because if you're a TPG pro member, the book is 10 bucks. So it's 10 words, 10 years, 10 bucks. Um, you know, but it's it's really important that people think that, you know, how can I, how can I use these? And I don't think that, um, that writing them down and then just putting them in the drawer, or sticking them on your phone makes sense. I think that, so the only reason that that they can work, the only way they can work is by allowing yourself to actually have access to this to this list. One of the one of the wonderful things about the Ten Words books, I think, personally, what I've heard from folks is that they it's easy to carry around with them. They keep it in their purse, they keep it in their bag, they keep it in their makeup kit, they keep it in their laptop case. And every time they brush their hand past it, reaching in to get out their keys or their laptop or their iPad, whatever it is, they feel it. And it gives them that memory, and they bring it with them. So, so, you know, again, if you've got 10 words, reread it. Look at it every month. It's a quick read. Read parts of it over and over again. If you think you need work on your relationships, each, each section is a two-minute read. Like you can spare two minutes, you know, whatever you're right. doing. Like, take two minutes and read something. Give yourself a minute for you. Um, but I do think that, that, that's the, that's the capacity I want people to take it away and, and, you know, use this as a tool, use it as a way to keep reminding yourself and use it as a way to create your own 10 words. Um, you know, right now on our website where you can purchase the the book, which is 10wordsbook.com. Uh, and it's also available on Amazon. You know, we don't we don't have an interactive ring, uh, an interactive part where people are, en, are engaging with their own words. But we are going to be adding a piece to that, uh, and that's going to come over later on, the, toward the end of the year. But you know, again, this is important. We want people to realize that these, yes, I joke that these are my ten. You can't have them, but these are these are <laughs> words that I want people to have. I want you to take these words and use them and work with them, and I want you to to come up with your own and the things that are going to be important to you.
1: Right. Absolutely. Well, Michael, I thank you for writing this book. Um, again, it's something that I'm going to refer to often. Like, like we talked on um, before, it's the perfect size to throw in your bag. Um, I believe my sister will be gifting uh, three of the makeup artists uh, that work with us on this show. I think she's going to be gifting them books tomorrow. Um, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so it's it's a great tool to have. A great, uh, I call it my inspirational resource. You know, sometimes we just need a little pick me up. I really feel like this book will do that um, for anyone. And um, I'm going to now vow to begin to really nurture my relationships and um, you know do things a little differently now after reading this book.
2: Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. And I, as I said, I hope that your uh, I hope that your your folks are are you know able to 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 jump on and to really enjoy what this can be for them. Um, you know, go to tenwordsbook.com dot Pick up a copy for yourself, and and then share the message. Like whether you're you know just lend, lending your book to somebody, whether you're um, you know, getting a copy like, you know, uh, Denise is doing and, and giving it to other artists, uh it's one of the biggest compliments people can pay to me is like, oh, I gave my book away because I read it and I loved it so much I wanted someone else to experience it. Um, you know, buy by them their own. Like, don't give your book away, you need it. But it's uh, but for me it's it's a big deal. So I hope that I hope that your listeners will have enjoyed it and I hope that they'll 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 use it in their ways and I hope that they'll they'll let us know how they've used it and they can always you know, posts on, on Instagram and, and have right. 10 words book and, and ensure that we, you know, get a look at what they're doing. And, and, and I'd love to hear from everybody. It's really easy. Michael at the They can also follow me at, at Michael Devellis, the powder group at the powder group or at on makeup magazine. And, um, and I, I really, I always enjoy talking with you and I really appreciate you spending the time with me tonight and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the next time.
1: Thank you so much, and let me just add. Let me just add this, Mike. I remember some years ago when Makeup uh, Forever was here, and you did your Ten Words uh, seminar here in Atlanta, and I remember yes. taking so many notes. But after afterwards, I felt so inspired, and I just I just felt great, and I thought this is this is great. And you know how it is when you write things down and you get busy. Sometimes you don't go back to it, and sometimes you don't know where the notes are. And so now yeah. to have to have this book, it's perfect because I don't have to worry about those notes anymore. I have the book. As long as I can uh, hold on to the book, uh, you know? yeah, I hope, <laughs> yeah, I was just
2: gonna say. And let, wait. Uh, hashtag unless you lose the book. <laughs>
1: unless you use the book. So we'll make sure you she lose doesn't lose the book. I'm gonna keep it my book. I'm gonna keep it with my planner or in my purse or something, but I won't lose the book.
2: Well I appreciate that. It. I very much, very much. And uh and I and I I know you're down in Atlanta and we have our summer school program coming up down there. And uh the amazing Kimberly Jones is gonna be speaking. Uh, and doing a class with us down there, so we have our summer school program, which is the complimentary program for our TB yeah. Pro members, uh, and it's also a paid-for program you can attend if you didn't, you're not. So uh, your, you know, your listeners can check out thepowdergroup.com and go to summer school. Yeah, I that's uh, on your programs. website. Okay. Yeah, it's on the website, and they, it's on the 16th of August or the 23rd of August, and there's six cities: Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans, L.A., and New York. And there's different artists in each of those cities, and they get one night each, and it's a, it's a really cool thing. So this should Check that out, and again, also, we talked about it last time. I'm I'm still going to keep twisting your arm to get you guys there uh, to the Artist Summit this fall, October 1st through 4th amazing program, incredible, uh, you know, inspirational people and folks from all over the world coming to this. We've got, you know, Australia coming, we've got Canada coming, we've got Paris and Italy coming. It's too, we've got great people coming uh, to Provincetown, Massachusetts, to really get, come together as a community. So uh, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great few days. And uh, and I hope that you guys will be with us. And I hope that your your listeners can come and check it out with us too. It's the the artistsummit.com. Uh, and again, everything's always on com too.
1: Right. All right. Well, thank you again, right. Michael. I can't thank you enough. This has been great.
2: And, and and the only thing that's going to make this greater is one day we're going to do it together, you know, uh, from Atlanta. So we're going to make that happen.
1: Right. <laughs> yes, let's, let's do it. Let's do it.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me again. I really – I adore you both. I love what you're doing for our industry. Thank you for keeping up the good work for so many years. and uh, And thank you for including me in it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. And you know what? You're, you're one. You're going to be one of the people on my new list of people that I'm going to make. Um, at, now that I've read your book and you've talked about making lists and coming up with 10 words and making our own list of people, you're going to be one of those people on my list.
2: Awesome. I like that. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Liz. You have a great night, and uh, get some sleep. And get, I'm sure you've got a long day ahead of you tomorrow again, as always. Yes, Liz, we So do. have a good night's sleep.
0: Absolutely. And uh,
2: thank you. And thank you, everybody, who listened in tonight. All right? I'll talk to you soon, I hope.
1: Thank All you. All right. Thank okay, you, Okay, bye. bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. And um, um, pick up a copy of 10 Words. I think it will change your life. Uh, make sure you go uh, to the website, and grab a copy and we will be
0: right back. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty we offer a huge range of products including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.
1: All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, You want to tell them really quickly how they can follow us? They can follow us on Twitter. We are Beauty. Underscore Talk on Instagram. We're Beauty Underscore Talk Underscore Media, and on face on Facebook, we're um, Beauty Talk Radio. And then you as, you can also follow me, Denise Tennell at Denise Tennell. That's two n's two Ls, Denise with an S, and that's for all my social media. And you can follow Janice at Janice Tennell. That's J A N I C E T U N N E L L on all social media. All right, there you have it. Um, As always, we thank you guys for tuning in. We thank uh, those of you who are going to listen on the playback. Thank you so much. We thank um, all of our continued supporters around the world for listening. Thank you, Viola, I saw you listening, and Sharon Tina, thank you so much. Again, another big thank you to Michael DeVellis and his wonderful 10-words book. Um, Again, make sure you go out and get a copy And uh, stay tuned to the powder group for a lot of upcoming wonderful um, events. And uh, we will be back again next week. So um, you guys, make sure you have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.